Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today is another Street Tips segment and my guest is my friend and much acclaimed Swiss street photographer, Thomas Lotard. Welcome, Thomas. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, in case somebody has been, I don't know, living under a rock for the past five years uh, and, and doesn't know who you are, who is Thomas? Thomas is a street photographer from Switzerland. I do street photography since 2009. I have wrote some books, created some video trainings, and I'm somehow popular on social media. Yeah, and you actually teach people how to become more popular on social media. I try to do that, yes. Awesome. So, um, yeah, we, we finally met in person. Uh, about a month ago in Chicago, which was really fun. We had a good time uh, chatting and, and shooting the streets of Chicago. And, and we were both teaching at the Out of Chicago conference, which was pretty awesome. Lots of energy. And, uh, and we're planning on doing that again next year, right? Yes, I already... Uh, he w I was already asked by Chris, so yeah. I will be there. Yeah, and uh, we hope to uh, to meet more of the street focus audience. Then we met a lot of I met a lot of the the audience at the at the Chicago conference last June. So it, that was really a lot of fun. Okay, so you have ten tips for us today. Yes. Okay, I'm really looking forward to this. So uh, let's let's get started. Tip number: Are you starting with ten or one? We start with one. Okay. So my tip number one is to use the camera in P mode because the camera is a tool and it should do also some work. So you don't shoot in M mode because you don't have the time to yes, switch buttons and do different things while shooting on the street. You have to focus on what's going, what's going on, what's happening. And yes, that's why the camera should all do the settings. I know how the camera works. People should not think that I'm too lazy or that I don't know how it works. It is just that I can focus on composition, which is already the second tip, meaning you, the time you are gaining by using P mode. So the camera is working for you for the settings. You can working hard on the composition and you should master that. I see a lot of people who are too much focused on the camera and the settings and they miss composition because they don't have the time. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, and, and it's a more of a, maybe a minimalist approach or, um, but I, I agree that, and I've already said, street photography is not the time to show your skills in full manual mode, for sure, because you're going to miss, you're going to miss the shot. Um, there's and and the cameras are smarter than us. <laughs> they, yes. they know the settings they need to. I mean, unless you want to control shutter speed and all those things. Um, but for your everyday, you know, average photo walk where there's not a whole lot of action or you don't have to control that, yeah, P mode will work just fine. It's like using your iPhone. That's right. And have you ever seen EXIF data in a museum? I don't even have mine showing on my metadata, I guess, <laughs> because who no, cares? No, I would show them when I upload them to Flickr. It's important that people who are really interested in that, they can look at it. 
But basically, I don't care in yeah. 95% of the shots which settings I have used, especially when it's just a normal a normal shot, when it's something special with speed, like a twentieth of a second, yeah. then it makes sense. But all the other shots are completely, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think people are just too hung up on that. And I think a lot of people think that it's it shows that they're better photographers if they're going to do things more manually, which that's missing the point. I agree. Yes. It's really all yes. about seeing and and letting and, and have the camera. That's why I like my camera so much, because I feel it's an extension of my vision. It doesn't get in the way. And uh, although I did, I did shoot in P mode when I was in Chicago with you, uh, because I thought, why not? I, I'm back to shooting in aperture priority most of the time. But um, but but it's true. I got some amazing shots because I, that's one less thing I had to worry about. That's right. And I have a friend, he uses a Leica and then he once had an OMD and he wrote under a picture that he thought or it felt like he didn't took the shot himself. It was the camera. And then I was wondering and thinking, what does he do with the composition? Because for me, for me, photography is composition yeah. and content and not technology. I can teach my grandmother to when to press the button, how to change the, the, the settings to make it correctly exposed. But content and composition is much, much more important. Yeah, yeah. Your your Leica doesn't have any more vision than your smartphone. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And and I think I, I saw in Chicago actually that was the big talk of the conference. <laughs> People were coming out of your presentation. It's like, oh my gosh, he shoots in P mode. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Everybody was like so surprised, and uh, because they, 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 yeah, they were missing that. It's it's really not about the the camera. It's about the vision, and one less step to worry about that's going to come between you and your vision. Yeah. Yes, but of of course you have to know how aperture and shutter and ISO yeah. works together, mm -hmm. and when it's a bit too bright, everything like in snow, or when it's too dark that you have to use the exposure. Uh, yeah, compensation. Yeah, Compensation. And when you know that, you don't need P mode and the exposure compensation wheel or dial, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So true. That's pretty good. Well, that was a pretty awesome tip. One and, well, that's two tips, right? Two tips yes, and one. Composition. Focus. So better yeah. buy books about composition than buying any camera gear, magazines or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the magazines are full of gear. <laughs> it's true. And it gives it makes you want to buy new gear, which is not yes. going to help your photography. That's right. Cool. Pretty awesome. Okay. So, my third tip is working the scene instead of just shooting once. I meet a lot of photographers in my workshops. Then I say, okay, this shot is not perfect. Did you take another one? And then they say, no, why? Said, because you have a certain time. Sometimes you don't have any time. Then you just can take one shot. But when you have time, you should shoot different shots from different angles, position, perspectives. And it helps to find the perfect position. That's true. Uh, because I think... And that might be because people get intimidated, don't you think? They get a little closer and then they get the shot and then they think, okay, I'm close enough and they want to walk away. But 
but you can keep shooting as you're getting closer and and getting a different angle. And I think, I mean, Cartier-Bresson did that. You know, he would have several approaching shots until he got the shot that he was really envisioning, but just in case he couldn't get there or the subject moved, well, he at least had those shots, right? That's right. So mm-hmm. you, when you look at the contact sheets of like the Magnum contact sheets, you always see different shots for one scene. Yeah. And the advantage is you can choose the best picture yeah. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's the, and it's also the way to not only yet to get, to get the best angle and to remove distracting elements, but also to just, uh, yeah, to, to also get closer. Good point. Okay. Yes, so just, yeah, go ahead. And you start like with a, like a safety shot and then you get mm-hmm. closer yeah. from the left, from the right, a little bit top, bottom, and just, it'll, you also learn to find, because sometimes it's just, there's just one best position to make the best shots and you have to find that position. And as a beginner, you normally don't know where the best position is. When you do that for five years or even longer, then you more or less know where to stand to get the best angle. Yeah, that's true. And and sometimes um, you can't get there right away either because you're going to draw too much attention to yourself. So, um, you know, you have to start moving around your subject. Yeah, that's that's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So number four is your burst mode. Yes, that's something people, especially the ones who shoot film, they don't like it. But sometimes, especially when you have a scene where somebody is walking to get the right body, like the the best gesture, the best gesture or position, you have to make several frames and the best things to do that in burst mode. Okay, so that's and the one we had a discussion about, and I said, "Yeah, but you don't have that. You don't get the same satisfaction if you get it out of five frames than if you get it in one shot." And you said, "Well, who cares?" <laughs> that's right. The question is, do you get what is the satisfaction about to get the right shot, or to get the right shot in one attempt? Yeah, I'm still not convinced. Or how many times you maybe you miss ten attempts? And then with one attempt, a different scene. So you miss nine shots and then one you get right, while you would get maybe five or even nine out of ten right with burst mode. Yeah. Oh, it's true. And I, I, I do use burst mode for a lot of things, like to get the right silhouette, for example. The silhouette, you have to have, you know, the body well-defined and, and separation. And so it's really hit or miss. And especially if you're not going to go back to that spot ever or you're traveling. Yeah, put all the chances on your side. And I tell my students that too, you know, put on burst mode to to increase your chances for sure. Yeah. That's right. Because sometimes like silhouette is a very good example. Then you have to really have the right position of the mm-hmm. body to make to look it right and when you don't have that it's just maybe you miss 20 or 30 percent of the quality of the shot yeah so true and yeah. you just you just pick one shot out of five you took or out of ten you took and the rest you delete you don't have to keep them no that's true so you delete really quickly you don't delete in camera but you delete as soon as you upload your pictures you just go through them really quick with the finger on the x or whatever no, I have a completely different approach. That would be tip for oh, okay. any problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's why we'll get there. <laughs> since I have to delete 95%, I don't press 95 times the delete button. I just pick the five good ones and format the card. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's much more effective. It is. It's true. 
Okay, so use burst mode. It's a good and and uh, it's it's a good tip. And I think for a lot of situations, I mean, it, it all depends. If you want to challenge yourself, you know, if you're if you if it's a spot you're gonna go to, and you can go anytime you want, and you want to challenge yourself to really nailing the shot, then yeah, don't use burst mode. But if you're on a trip to Rome and you're not gonna go back there anytime soon, and you found the perfect location, it would be really dumb to challenge yourself you know, and miss the shot. So put all the chances on your side. I agree there. Yeah, you don't you don't have to challenge yourself. There are enough other challenges you can work on. (laughs) Yeah. So street photography is not that easy that you can take additional challenges just because you think you will be a better photographer. No, you're right. So I would I would leave all the challenges that you can really leave to the camera, the camera should do. And then I can really focus on the perfect content and the perfect composition. Yeah. Great. And I have never found a person who had killed a shot or so far by too many shots. So why not <laughs> using them? That's true. That's true. And we're shooting digital. So who cares? Yes. It's only yes. pixels. Okay. Tip number five. I suggest always to travel to other cities. They don't have to be far. It can also be a close city, like the biggest city next to you, the one you live in, just to see the things differently. Because when you shoot in the place where you live, you are kind of blind. Yeah. True. Yeah, it gets it gets old after a while. And then once you get the shot, you know, that... Like you find a great spot in your city and you nail a shot you've envisioned and and tried to get for a long time. Once you get it, then forget it. That spot is is done. You don't even yep. want to go back. Yes, that's right. And it doesn't have to be like New York or the big places. It can be any kind of city. Yeah, or even, even the countryside, you know, the beach. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Like beach or even a forest or... Yeah. Like to the mountains, like where people are. Yeah, yeah. Try different things in different places. That's true. Yeah, keep it fresh as much as possible or explore new neighborhoods or or, or pick a theme or something, yeah. Yes, pick a theme is the, the other thing. Yeah, cool. Okay, tip number six. Tip number six is to meet as many other photographers as possible. People always say, oh, how to do that? And basically, you have to be active. You have to ask either other photographer or you organize a meetup or something. I think a lot of people would accept or uh, attend a meetup, but nobody wants to organize it. People are just too lazy. Yeah. It, that, you know, it's if you organize it, you'd, for sure you'll be there. And I think it's a motivator in itself. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's so, it's really easy and it's so much fun to hang out. It might not be your most productive day if you go on a photo walk with five or six people, but uh, it's so much fun. It, it kind of, it's the energy, I think. Yes. It, it, it's more about networking and not about photography, mm-hmm. but you get a lot of, a lot of new ideas. You talk to a lot of people, you see different approaches and you can, also discuss gear if you like, but it's important to talk to other people about the same like passion. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's why I do workshops. 
Yes, yes, but you, but you as a photographer have have to be has to be active to yeah. to initiate that thing because if you don't do anything, it will not happen. Yeah, and it's easy. I mean, now I I started a photo walk group here in the Twin Cities um, several years ago uh, uh, through a Facebook group, and it grew. And now somebody else is taking care of it because I I don't have time to and uh, to be the administrator anymore, but. Um, it just uh, you you plan those photo walks and uh, you know you don't have to have them every week but once a month or whatever and and then then you have to be there it's motivating because it's so easy to just say oh yeah I'll go out next next week or I'll go out tomorrow but if you plan it you have to be there so I think it's the best way to do it. Yes, that was tip number seven to have it like recurring like every week or every mm -hmm. month at the same time and place and like the first. Saturday in the month or every Tuesday yeah. evening, something like that. And then people start to to remember that time frame and they will probably show up more yeah. often than when you do it just once in a while. Yeah. Now, do you still do that? No, I'm afraid not because I'm away too often. Yeah. And I normally did that sometimes on Saturdays, but I'm most of the times out of the city on yeah. the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Where, where was your last... Uh trip i was in Mainz. that's close to frankfurt okay. for a workshop last weekend nice hmm. yeah it's and it's it's close for you at least it's not uh i think um but even like here and i'm in minneapolis there's not a whole lot of cities but there are smaller cities you know that i could travel to uh otherwise the next big city would be chicago which is still a day drive but um but still yeah there you can go to some smaller towns it doesn't have to be a big city you're right yeah i okay. think i think there are a lot of street photographers also in smaller cities yeah yeah oh definitely they're we're everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yes more or less yeah <laughs> Cool. Okay, I don't I lost track of our tip numbers. Tip number 8, you should talk about photos and not gear. <laughs> and you should stay away from gearheads. And you can achieve that by just creating like such a photo walk or like a photo review session. So you just tell everybody we meet in a restaurant and everybody has to bring 10 prints or an iPad with 10 pictures. And then we discuss the pictures and nobody's allowed to bring a camera. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. Because it's on such meetings, everybody talks about cameras. Nobody has prints with him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. See, I'm, mm. not, I'm not a gearhead at all. I could care less. I'm happy with the camera I have. I mean, I have more than this one, but I never use anything else. And, and uh, honestly, I don't think the the camera that's going to replace it is even born yet. I, I'm happy with that. I don't, I'm not looking for the latest and greatest. Yeah. What do you but shoot with? I shoot with an Olympus OM-D EM-10, but I also have another one to test, the EM-5 Mark II. And yes, I, at the moment, I cannot stick to one model because there are different things to do, but I would like to have the in the future, also the lowest OMD model, just to show the people that you don't have to have the top level gear. Yeah, that's true. There are no mm. bad cameras out there anyway. That's right. Yeah. But I, I don't like to shoot with the phone. I tried it several times, but it's just strange and too slow. And I don't know, for speed photography, it's very difficult. 
Yeah. Although there are people, that's all they do. And um, yeah, it was whatever. What are the best cameras, the one you have with you, right? That's right. So everybody can choose his camera. And I think it's important that you choose it yourself because when you just buy something somebody else has, it's not really satisfying yourself. Yeah, that's true. And it has to fit to, to it's like a pair of shoes. <laughs> you have to be comfortable and, yes. uh, and uh, it has to feel right. It's like a lot yes. of people want to get the same camera I have for some reason. And it's like, it may not be a good camera for you. You better try it for a day or two and maybe rent one or something. Because um, I, you know, there are a lot of cameras that my friends love and I've tried them. It's like, no, it just doesn't fit me. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the camera itself. It just doesn't fit. Yeah. Very true. Okay. So number nine. Number nine is don't listen to others. Just do your thing and what you like and what you love. Mm -hmm. I think this is much more most important, especially when you start getting a bit more popular or you do something maybe not everybody's liking when it's right for you you should do it yeah uh, don't be too worried about what other people think or because there are so many people who are t going to tell you oh no that's not street photography or there is eye contact that doesn't count or that's a street performer that's too easy or whatever it's like who cares yeah it's for you yeah it's that street photography category everybody wants to fit in it's completely wrong because when you like to shoot something although there might be no name for it just yeah. do it exactly yeah that's true um good point okay number ten. Nine? ten. Oh, the big ten the big ten is you should uh, subscribe to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> and if you speak German, it's even better. There's a new one yeah, out there. <laughs> I, I have an old podcast in German since one week, but that's another story. But the thing <laughs> is, when you just only listen them to them when you are shooting on the street, you will shoot much more. That's right. So the, the goal is to go out and shoot. And with a podcast on your ears, it's much easier then when you just go out and you don't like to go out. So always when there's a new episode out there, go out, take your camera, listen to your podcast and make some pictures. Yeah. Some people need to listen to certain music, you know, to get in the zone. And I can't actually, I can't, I, I listen to my podcast when I exercise or when I'm in the car, but um, when I'm in the street, I kind of like to hear the street. Yes, that's right. But some, it's just a motivation. Motivation for some to get out. Yeah, to that's a good, good point. Yeah. Make, make your podcast listening part of uh, an, um, an excuse to get out with your camera, basically. Because I remember I, I watched, I watched, I hear, heard at the podcast from you with Marco Larousse. Mm -hmm. I was in Ethiopia in Addis Ababa. I can really remember when I was <laughs> listening to that. It was quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. Well, thanks for the plug for my podcast, <laughs> which everybody's listening right now. <laughs> but hey, talking about podcast, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Well, the idea came up during like a photo marathon. Do you know what that, what that is? No. You have like, uh, it's organized by someone. You have 100 or 200 people. You get 12 themes 
and you have to make one picture for every theme within a certain time frame. It was like eight hours. Oh, wow. And you can only hand in one card and the themes have to be in order. Wow, that's a and challenge. Yes, it's quite a challenge. And there was like an, an overall theme. The overall theme was kind of, uh, do you do you listen to music or something? It's a special saying in German. And then every, every theme was a song title from children's songs. <laughs> it was pretty difficult. Wow. And you had to deliver 12 pictures, one per theme. And the whole series had to fit together somehow, like visually or like from the concept of of taking the picture and it was not about street photography it was just like it could be as creative as possible some people were like having crafted certain things or like puppets or it was quite interesting so it wasn't a meetup it was people in different cities different countries even doing no this? it was it was just in munich oh just in munich it happens in like in different cities all over the year it is quite popular it was Berlin, I think, not sure if they started it, but they do this already since 15 years. And a lot of uh, cities came after that and do the same thing. And it's just like, it's a kind of meetup, but you just go out yourself, make those 12 pictures in that eight hours. Some people go in groups and then you meet again afterwards, have a, a beer and eat. And it's, it's very interesting, very challenging, but good for your eye and for your imagination. And wow, yeah. Yeah. creativity so now are those published anywhere then there is a winner or how does it work yes there is a winner it's like they have their own website and there is a, ju a jury and they look at it and they decide who's to, who's winning and there are prizes you can win it's like a contest well sen send me the link i'll put that in the show notes because i'd love to see those uh, those images that's very intriguing that's awesome so so that that was during that time that you decided to start your podcast Yes, so I was there meeting some people from Munich I have met during a workshop. And the guy who organized the workshop shoots street for about one year. And he's very passionate and keen and learning new things. And then we were discussing about videos, like YouTube video channels and stuff like that. And then about one or two days later, we were just discussing about podcasts. And I said, we should maybe try to do a podcast because there's no street photography podcast in Germany, like German speaking. Mm -hmm. And we thought, okay, let's, let's do it. So we defined a name. The name is streetcastf.fm. And we made a website and we started last week. And today we recorded the second episode. will be published tomorrow. And we tried to make one podcast episode every week. Awesome. Yeah. And I listened to the first one. And although my German is very rusty, I, I you know, you don't need to, to understand 100% to get to get the, the idea. So it was uh, I, I enjoyed it. It's going to be my weekly uh, German refresher. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put the link because there are a lot of people who who understand German that, uh, you know, that are not living in a German speaking country, I'm sure would love to, uh, to hear that. So that's, that's cool. Congratulations. Thank you. And it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. And it keeps you, um, keeps you sharp, keeps you on top of what's happening, you know, around you and in the news and new stuff. And 
I think it's uh it's good. I've learned a lot through I mean I'm an episode well this will probably be episode 50 or something. I'm not sure yet, but um I've learned a lot uh through the podcast. That's great. As we say teaching is the best way to learn. That's definitely true. Yeah. So what else is uh coming up? Well, some workshops. I will travel to Muscat, Oman. Like somewhere between Dubai and Abu Dhabi, somewhere around there, Middle East. It was just a cheap flight to get there. So <laughs> I tried, I thought, okay, let's try that city to see how it looks like there, do some street photography. Cool. It, it's sometimes more interesting for me to travel to cities nobody really traveled to before. Yeah. Get uh, fresh, fresh eyes. Yes, and I don't know if there will be a lot of opportunities for street photography, but if not, I will just have a nice week. It's at the beach and it's probably quite warm and yes. Well, it could be, it could be worse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, uh, and there are people. So, of course, you'll be doing yes, some street yes, photography. Yes, sure. So, that's cool. Okay, so, uh, so where, can, where can people go see more of your work, find your podcast? And I'm sure everything is linked to, uh, to one, one main source. Uh, you have lots of videos. You have some awesome, awesome free books. You have a, a, a video class tutorial as well yes yes that's doing real well is it still on special it's always somehow on special yes <laughs> <laughs> so where could people find all that people can find me at thomas.leutart.photography and everything else you will find there different social media links ebooks workshops video trainings and the podcast is uh, available at streetcast.fm and it's already on iTunes, right? It is already on iTunes, yes. Very good. And thanks for the tips that some things are missing on my ID tags. <laughs> to, uh... but, but the ID tags on your is visible on iTunes, but the ones you can download, they are not visible. I That's don't know. That's so strange. I'll have to let my producer know. <laughs> I don't do yes. the behind the scenes thing. <laughs> But thanks for letting me know. Uh, well, that's that was so much fun. Thanks, Thomas. And it's even more fun to talk to you now that I know you uh, in yes. person. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm a funny guy. <laughs> you're the funny guy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm glad you uh, you put a, a different picture on your profile. And now you have a big smile because that's the Thomas I know now. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. I've, so, I had to change that. Yeah, and uh, so... Uh, go check out Thomas's work. It's pretty awesome. And now you know the secret. Just put your camera in P mode <laughs> and burst it's, mode. <laughs> it's very simple. P mode and just press the button long enough. <laughs> That's my whole secret. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, that was great. Thank you, Thomas. And uh, I'll have you on the show again soon. We'll do a, a Q&A episode together. Okay, thank you very much. Great, thanks. And we're at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show. And if you enjoyed, please don't forget to share on social media and spread the love. And also, please leave a rating on iTunes. I know a lot of you have done that. Um, and thank you so much. And uh, if you have a few extra seconds, please leave a few words as well. My name is Valérie Jardin. And you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Mm -hmm.